Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. All right, appreciate you tuning in tonight. Four minutes into the third period. Pittsburgh in control against the Rangers. They lead it 6-2, and they're on a power play, so the Penguins trying to go up 3-1 in that series. Panthers and Capitals, it is 1-1 at the start of the third. Washington leads that series two games to one. Coming up in half an hour, Avalanche at Predators, and the Flames will take on the Stars. Western Hockey League, they're about to get going in Red Deer. The Rebels and the Oil Kings Game three, Oil Kings lead the series 2-0. Rebels have yet to score. Jake Neighbors from the Oil Kings on the rivalry with the Rebels. When you play a team as much as, um, you know, two teams as Red Deer and us, you know, how often we play, there's going to be a little bit of bad blood. And that stuff after the whistle is just part of hockey. And, um, you know, there's a lot of emotions in playoff hockey and a lot of battling and competing out there. So I think when guys become face-to-face and get a chance to throw a shot at each other, it's something they're definitely comfortable doing. So for us, last game, we, um, you know, got into some penalty trouble. And I, I thought that allowed them to, to get back into the game a little bit better and, uh, you know, create momentum for themselves. So, um, you know, I think for us, it's trying to focus on playing a five-on-five game and, um, you know, staying out of the box of the scrums. All right, we'll keep you updated on that one. Oil Kings, of course, doing very, very, very well in the playoffs. Ron from Red Deer. Ron, why aren't you at the game? And I want, I I want know, to talk. Right? I, I got a big idea here I want to talk about. What's going on? Well, people have to eat. You know, I do skip. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> so I'm saving people from starving. Good man. <laughs> So my question is, do you think the loss yesterday was uh, that uh, they were outcoached? In what regard? I mean, it was 4 nothing, and it just seemed like the Oilers weren't attacking. I mean, they were they did okay, but it was a it was a, they they weren't they weren't playing their best. Would you say that LA out? you know, was basically outcoached. They outcoached us. I think they out-executed us. Uh, quite frankly, I thought, <laughs> I, and I know Woody's very patient, I would have mixed the lines up sooner because I think you they think? were so out of it, they they needed to try something. Like, I, I would have mixed the lines up 12 minutes into the game, quite frankly. Hey, maybe Woodcroft can take over your show and you can take over his bench. No, that's a terrible idea. I, I think Jay's <laughs> done a good job. Uh, I, I oh, think yeah. that the two teams each have a way that they want to play. I just think yeah. L.A. did it better last night. Uh, that's a great statement, Reed. You have a good night. No. Okay, thanks. I mean, we'll see tomorrow. Uh, I, I did say this was one of my storylines going into the series. As well as Woodcroft has done with the Oilers, McClellan's around. He's coming up on 1,100 games as a head coach regular season and playoffs combined and Woodcroft is now at what 42 or something like that. So, uh, you know, Todd has a little bit more wisdom in his skull when it comes to actually, uh, doing things in game. Um, 
Yeah, we'll see. I, 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 I'm not saying it's impossible for Woodcroft to be outcoached. Personally, I wouldn't go there yet. Perhaps we'll see what happens tomorrow. Luke Pro, uh, Luke Prokop, pardon me, has already scored for the Oil Kings uh, one nothing lead in Red Deer two minutes and 20 seconds into the game. Okay, I want to talk a little bit here about officiating, and this is not the context of let's just complain about it. This is why the Oilers lost. That's not what I'm talking about at all. I want to clarify that right off the top. But it is something we discuss every once in a while. Officiating is an important part of the game. I think it's a very difficult job. And I think so, I, 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 my point here is that I think the NHL does a poor job of communicating with, it, with its fans when it comes to decisions made by officials. Here's, here are a couple of clips from overtime open line last night from, a, from callers named uh, one caller named Alan, one named Frank. I butted them together here. In the National Hockey League, they really have to start. Uh, honing in on uh, the professionalism of refereeing because uh, it seems though, as though they get into uh, stick on hands. Then they call all of those penalties. Then they get into uh, interference as you shoot the puck around the guy, go by and he nails it. They call interference. They, they seem to have lost this um, uh, cross-checking. Like it, There were so many cross-checks tonight it almost makes you want to throw up. But the interference is, is ridiculous in this game because I think uh, you guys have mentioned that the speed of our forwards really challenges that L.A. defense. And if they're allowed to interfere the way that they did, it makes it really difficult. Okay, so I just cut those out. Just some complaints there about cross-checking interference, professionalism of referees, what's going on. So one thing I have harped on in the past and I asked Gary Bettman this a few years ago I didn't ask him again when I talked to him last week because I knew I'd get the same answer and uh, Tim Peel I have now talked to twice earlier in the season and also last night when I talked to him earlier in the season same question I asked Bettman should refs do media availabilities and they both said no now I I can argue till I'm blue in the face about that I don't think the NHL is going to change its mind on this you know weird little dude doing his radio show in Edmonton but I, I do think that something is being lost in this, and that is the, the humanity and, quite frankly, the intelligence of the referees. If you are refing in the NHL, certainly, uh, yeah, you're not perfect. You might make mistakes, but you are really, 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 really good at your job. I'd even go far as to say you're an excellent referee if you're in the NHL. Now, bear with me, because here, here's part of the problem. I, I think that as sports fans, we are bred to distrust and or dislike referees in almost any sport. And, and I think that might be a problem with the culture of sport. And then maybe to some extent, that's a fan problem. You know, we want to, bl- our team loses, we want to blame it on somebody else. We don't, we don't want, you know, we don't want to say our team isn't good enough or say this guy made a mistake because I, I love him as a defenseman or a pitcher or a linebacker, or whoever. But there there's, there's another side to this, and I think specifically with the NHL, it's, an, it's, a, it's a problem that the NHL will not do more to explain calls and humanize officials and maybe connect with the fans. I'm going to reference Tim Peel. I've now interviewed him twice since he lost his job last year when he had that open mic incident. I personally think the interviews have been excellent. I, maybe some of you don't agree. Maybe some of you do. I don't know. 
for me, judging how I felt about how Tim spoke and told stories and was honest, I thought they were excellent interviews. Speaking of honesty, here's a really honest story from Tim Peel last night about him refereeing in the playoffs and not being able to move on into to do a series later in, in later rounds. I was rolling one year, and I made a weak call against Zadorov uh, uh, in Colorado. Um, it was the second round, and I was working with Wes McCauley, and I made, made a weak uh, interference call, and I got sent home uh, a couple days later. So, wow. yeah, our guys, like, people people don't think that our guys are accountable, and I understand that because, like you, you mentioned earlier, it, it's, you know, they don't, the NHL really doesn't make it public, um, but our guys are held very accountable you know there's been years where i've made some great calls and moved on and there's been years where i remember the worst that i ever had was in nashville and we're in overtime and ryan you know how good david perron is of chicken winging the stick <laughs> you know when when someone's uh, checking him. David Perron is the best at putting his arm over the stick and then flipping back and making it look like he got hooked. He's he's incredible at it. Well, Ryan Kessler from Vancouver was very good at that too. And he got me one night in overtime and I had had four or five games. I was working with Kelly Sutherland. We were banging games off. We were really on a roll. And I made a call in overtime. Shane Weber put the stick in and Kessler you know, put his arm, put his arm down, and I bit on it. And uh, that, I think that was the last game I worked in the playoffs. So, okay, so there's Tim Peel with a very honest story. Story saying I screwed up with a call, and right away I was done. I was out of the playoffs. So it does happen. So these these officials are held accountable. I understand the NHL's point of view that these are employees of the league in high profile positions. And they they wouldn't want to embarrass them and say, okay, everybody, here's a news release. Tim Peel's not working any more games. As fans, we kind of have to be left to observe that and see who's working and who isn't. So I understand that. I, I'm not saying that the NHL start putting out news releases or, you know, an announcements and saying, okay, that 14 minutes of the second period, uh, this guy made a hooking penalty and it shouldn't be called. I'm not suggesting they go that far. And I'll, I'll even live with, okay, you don't want to make them available post-game. Fine. So I started thinking here, and, and I really I really would like to hear from you guys tonight, 780-496-0063, because in my mind, everything that I'm going to say sounds perfectly logical. <laughs> and maybe to some of you, it's going to be like, Reed, you're, what, are you, like, what are you doing? But here's what I'm saying. Th- those two little clips I played from the callers last night, you know, complaining about enforcements of, of rules, the standard for cross-checking, the standard for interference. The one caller saying, well, it's like one month they're calling hooking and the next month it's the interference month and the next month it's the cross-checking month and, and I don't understand what's going on. And to me, that's a problem. And it's not just solely a fan problem. I, I don't think the league can just sit back there and say, okay, well, the fans don't get it. We're We're working behind the scenes. And if they don't understand the standard, that's their problem. I, I don't think that's the proper way to do it. And and I, let's look at the, the world we live in today. There is so much media, so many ways to communicate with people who are interested in something. You guys listen to the show. I, I like Def Leppard. I like Spider-Man, interests I have outside of work. I could go on YouTube during the upcoming commercial break and watch a video reviewing the latest Spider-Man comic. 
I'm sure it's on there. We're explaining the, you know, like so much stuff is out there. So if I would say to the NHL, look, fans have a, have a problem with the refs and maybe you, you think it's unjustified, but it is there. So we live in an ultimate world where organizations can control their message like never before. So Stephen Watkins, the director of officiating. Okay, do, I don't care, do it every month. Do a podcast. Have, so, have a friendly person host it. You know, another NHL.com employee or whatever. Take submissions from fans. Look at plays. Explain why things were penalties. Explain what the standard is going to be. Instead of we just get a news release at the beginning of the year and then the refs kind of seem to do it, but sometimes we don't always understand what they're doing. Um you know, have have a ref on maybe sometimes, like like Tim Peel. Have a current ref on. How did you become an NHL official? Where did you start? Where you you know did you start refing floor hockey in junior high? Humanize these guys a little bit. You know, have a YouTube channel. Okay, here's here's a penalty. Here isn't a penalty. Acknowledge fans. We understand you didn't understand this, but here's the actual rule and why it was called this way. What's one of the greatest innovations? that the NFL broadcasts have done and now other other uh, leagues are copying. I mean, Don Koharski is on, I think, the ESPN broadcast in the States. The The NFL has former officials and, and Mike Pereira with Fox, the former director of officiating in the NFL, and they jump in mid-game to explain rules and sometimes obscure rules that even the most experienced and best commentators wouldn't be sure about. Has the NHL taken advantage of that opportunity? I don't think they have. So what we so now what we're the world we're living in is is Tim Peel retires and he comes on with me and he goes on other shows and at least for me I think oh man I never thought of that or man I didn't know Tim Peel made a bad call in the game and was then basically booted out of the playoffs and didn't get to work anymore I didn't know that the accountability could work that quickly that he couldn't even finish the series he was on and and what i'm saying is maybe it's time to for for the nhl to take some ownership of the fact that it contributes to the adversarial relationship fans have with referees it is not just the fans fault because they're partisan and they always want their way i think most of you are intelligent enough to realize refs will make mistakes and you're probably intelligent enough to realize that at the end of the day, you don't know the rule book as well as the referees, and you don't always know what's going on behind the scenes. What if we got a glimpse of that? Like I said, monthly podcast, monthly YouTube video for 20 minutes. Here's some questions from fans. Here's a couple calls in the last month that we recognize as being controversial, and we're going to try to explain them. I don't know. In my mind, this is all logical. 780-496-0063, Inside Sports on Chet. Okay, we'll go to the uh, hotline presented by Certainty, the pro's choice for roofing, siding, drywall, insulation, and ceiling systems. Certainty Pro all the way. We got John standing by. John, am I nuts or not? Yeah, you're, you're on. Okay, Reed. I've been listening, you know, I've been listening to Chet over the years, and I sometimes I get beat off and I turn it off, eh? But, but we're getting back to my favorite subject, officiate. <laughs> and 
I got a, I, I, I figure you should put their names back on their sweaters, and yeah, and have a, the head official, which is the one the head of uh, referees, have a five minute or ten minute conference with the media after the game. Have him explain himself. You know, it, you know everybody else does. You look at you look at uh, you know it's, it's coming now with baseball. It's coming now with uh, you know with every other sport, and. Uh, I don't think that's that hard to do. I, I, I know the officials don't want their names on their on their sweaters, but you know, it would be it would help a lot. Don't. I, but that's only yeah. an opinion. Because no, I appreciate to, that, John. Well, I, that, I think I think the refs want their names on the jerseys. It was Bettman that took it off after they went on strike that one year. Remember? <laughs> so anyway, uh, we also have Lou standing by. Lou, thanks for calling. You're on, man. Hey there, Reed. Um, first time caller, so this is pretty this is pretty exciting. But totally get what you're saying cool. and agree with. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Yep. Yeah. Um, so a couple of thoughts. Number one, um, you know, the consumer has more intel and negotiating power than they ever have. So transparency by organizations, um, if they don't get it, it they'll, they have to soon get it. You know, your point about the NFL, uh, I think that that's a big point and you know make no mistake the nhl isn't half the marketing machine that the nfl is but i think uh i think i, I think it's a great idea and, and you can start with baby steps with this but it, it, part of it's educating your 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 client your customers so yeah interesting topic yeah did you hear get to hear peel last night no i didn't no yeah, no worries. I just wondered. Yeah, I think Kellen put that Tim Peel interview on the Oilers page, uh, or on the Inside Sports page, because I think I think they would like to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I just think there's, I just think there's ways to make the the game more accessible, and I I don't think that I I, I get it. I, I I know the NHL doesn't want to come out and say you know referee you know Charles Xavier messed up this call, and he's but. I do think there's a way sometimes to acknowledge, okay, fans, uh, here's our uh, monthly fireside chat with Stephen Wacom. Hey, Stephen, what happened in that Florida-Edmonton game? Well, you know, uh, this tripping penalty was called, and, uh, you know, we from this camera angle, I understand why fans don't think it's a trip, but you have to understand here's where the referee was standing, here's what he sees, and that's why he made the call. I mean, even stuff like that, just pre- pre- presenting that referees have different views of plays on the ice. Anyway, it's my little rant for the night. I'm sure we'll keep talking about that. Uh, we do have Gord Stellick coming up in the next half hour. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.